when we become victim, somebody else have to pay for it or somebody else have to fix it. But in reality, is it really true that somebody else is continuously hurting us? It's not, but with our victim mindset, we cannot let go because other people has to fix it for us. With that mindset, we will forever be in pain and suffering because I am not, we are not responsible for this pain. Other people are. Hello, my friend. Welcome back. I am Joanne Chan, your host of the podcast, Find Joy with Joanne. Thank you for coming back every single week and staying committed to yourself, showing up for yourself to continue to learn and grow and create a life with joy, passion, purpose and success in your own style on your own terms. Today, I am so, so grateful to be bringing you a beautiful soul an amazing human being. She is a spiritual teacher who has helped thousands of people to confidently get in touch with their truer self and awaken their fullest potential through her retreats, programs, inspirational talks, and heartfelt mentorship at the Sendona Mago Retreat Center for Wellbeing, where she serves as a president. She has over 20 years of experience in mastering key energy through Santal living practice. She is also an international speaker traveling around the world to fulfill her passion and mission, which is to help people reconnect to their mind, their body and soul. She was the main speaker at the Nike Mindset Conference for 1,000 people and gave a lecture on mindful leadership at Starbucks HQ. She is a visionary who envisions individual awakening and healing to be the seed from which the healing of all humanity and the earth will grow. And she is here today to guide you home to your truer self and the highest expression of who you are. So guys, help me welcome the most inspiring with her authentic self, the highly sought-after spiritual teacher, Ichibuku Todd. Hey, Ichibuku. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so Hi. much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for your invitation. No worries. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to have you on our show today. You know, I... I have to tell you, I feel pretty, I feel very calm, you know, at the moment, because when you are in the room, you know, when I'm sharing this space with you, I just feel that the energy is so different. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so thank you for being here. And I was doing my research and I was reading some of your articles and I must say, you know, watching some of your video series, I can't wait to dive deep with you on what you do and, you know, have you share your wisdom with us because what you do is just so beautiful. So thank you. Yeah. So the first thing that I want to start off with is something that I think a lot of people ask themselves, you know, a lot of people 
ask this question to themselves, which is, especially when they feel lost, you know, confused, you know, directionless in their life, and they just feel like they don't even know who they are anymore. And that was also my personal experience, you know, in the past. So you will be the best teacher to answer this question because you actually written a guide that is available for people to download on your website, right? The, and and I downloaded that and I, I read that and this sentence, this particular sentence hit me so hard. It really touched me. So I want to share it now with people who are listening to this as well. So it reads, Finding your true self means you are answering that calling to finally realize that all these years, all you have ever wanted in life is to be in touch with who you truly are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's just so beautiful. Mm. And um, so the question is, you know, we hear a lot about finding our true self, you know, being our true authentic self. It's not something that people have not heard about it before. So, we know that, okay, we need to be our true self. We have to be our true self, right? But the question is, what is my true self? How do I know when I'm being my true authentic self or not? So mm-hmm. can you talk to us yes. about that? Yes, I'd be glad to. So uh, actually, my passion in life is to awaken that truest nature existing in everyone. So that uh, gives me joy. Uh, because, you know, when I meet the person, uh, from that moment, I meet the person and, um, you know, I give workshops or retreat. And, um, you know, after this four days of uh, being together and I completely see a different person, you know. Uh, so they may come thinking just, oh, I'm just going to relax or something like that. And then they, they're realizing oh, now I'm going to share this love that I feel in, within myself to other people. So, you know, from the, the, the moment that I met them with all these problems, all these problems in life, the pain in life, and um, don't know what to do, like, I don't know my identity, I'm lost, to, oh, I'm going to heal my relationship, <laughs> like that. So, um you know, all I do, actually, I don't teach. Yeah, it's not uh, something that um, people learn, nor people can buy. <laughs> uh, it's something that they uncover. So um, in life, we are taught different things. So while um, it helps us to uh, survive and get a job and, you know, have a um, place to live and food to eat and, you know, excel and we feel better about ourselves, uh, feel value more by achieving more. While we do that, it's all outward uh, driven game. So when we do that, we begin to forget what we are here for. Why did we come to this earth for so we become that name that you are given so joyen or Ilchibuko or whatever the name that's given you know nobody's gonna come out of the mother's womb and say i am Anne or right so there's nobody who would say that name just to scream out loud so somehow we become our name 
we become our role that we play. So for example, uh, being a mom and mom's job is just continuously giving to children and husband. And when children, you know, emptiness syndrome and children go, you know, out of the house and, you know, even maybe husband pass on earlier than, than wife, right? So then what happens then, uh, I'm not mom, I'm not uh, wife, who am I, right? So we begin to believe uh, the role that we play the thing we do at work, the job title, become who we are. We begin to believe the made-up value that you learned is us. Then when that achievement or that name, that role, that uh, title uh, somehow crash and that's painful time, but also at the same time, I say that's blessing somehow, <laughs> because that's when they begin to look within. Because there's nothing that can help them by looking outwards. Yeah, so as soon as we begin to realize there's no answer somewhere else, or nobody can really help to find who they are and begin to go within and begin to feel their, their existence, who they truly are. That's when you can uncover things. So then at that time you will learn about body is not me, but mine. Emotion is not me, but mine. My thoughts are not me, but mine. Right? So all these ideas that I hold, it's not me, but mine. So um, we begin to realize what is, maybe I can say eternal, uh, what is unchanging. Sometimes I do this thing like, okay, so if I, if I lost my arm, is it still me? If I lost my eye, is it still me? Obviously, body is not me. Right, And even the emotion that is going up and down, is it really me? The love that we feel, that emotion, is it me? And when we begin to ask that question and then, okay, so let's set that aside. Now, do I lose myself, who I truly am? Sometimes even uh, removing, removing in the meditation, <laughs> Uh, that helps us to even find, okay, so then if I didn't have a thought, would, that, would I still be me? So by removal, we can begin to also realize what is really who I truly am. Yeah, so we begin to understand it. So even uh, I do a lot of let go uh, meditation. It's for uncovering true self. Yeah, so sometimes um, I say like this, the loneliness we feel or the deep desire to be loved by somebody else in life, it comes from actually the 
our true self, or I can say soul, is the same thing, desperately need to be recognized by you. Because we, we are not really taught to look for our true self. We are taught to achieve. We are taught to gain something, right? So we, ta- we are taught to establish something, right? So, and then even um, parents, I'm sure, you know, many, many of us heard, why don't you get married, have children, you know, and happily ever after, right? So even the love um, we are supposed to receive from somebody. And then if we are not uh, loving somebody next to you or have partner, something wrong, right? So even we may have things like that where, you know, our social expectation is, you know, achievement and, you know, this story that we are supposed to uh, have, you know, learn and succeed and establish and, and get married, have children and teach the same thing to the <laughs> children, right? And then we're supposed to be happy and then retire and then just happy. But it's not true the deep loneliness or deep uh, sorrow even we could feel. And then we don't know that we need to look within, but we keep looking outward to fill that space. Um, But as soon as you turn around and then look within, we realize that, you know, we are trying to knock on the door to go somewhere, but we were already inside. Something like that. (laughs) Right? So... We are already home. We just need to, uh, uh, the eyes that's looking outward, we need to look within and then see where we are. You know, sometimes uh, I say like this, if if you want to be loved, then go within and love yourself. If you want to be understood, look within and understand yourself. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. So I I don't know if um, I shared uh, well enough to share, but uh, literally true self, when you go inside and experience it, you know it. Yeah, you know it. It's, It's something that is so solid. It's not being shaken by anything or anybody else. It's total confidence that doesn't come from ego but it's all-encompassing existence and love itself so uh, you'll be empowered you don't have to drink the red bull to feel the power it's this big energy that is existing so when somebody say i don't have energy i don't believe it When, when we are really uh, going within and tapping into our own true self, there's this so much energy and the power existing inside that they surprise themselves. So true self is like that. You know, even somebody point the gun at you and say, okay, give me, give me everything. And the true self will be very confident. And nobody can... Nobody can take that essence away from you. When you experience it, uh, it's that self that 
cannot be hurt by anyone. It's the energy that is completely expansive. If we are feeling uh, energy is becoming smaller or tighter, that's not ourself. Yeah, who we truly are. It's the physical reaction or emotional reaction uh, that we are holding on to. Yeah, and that is um, responding to outside condition and situation and circumstances and people. Yeah. Does that make sense a little bit? <laughs> yes, totally. Um, I feel like because a lot of time we go outside, you know, we search for something in the external world. And like you said, a lot of people think, okay, I get a job, I study hard, I get a job, get married, and then I will be happy. But most often than not, people realize that, okay, I have achieved everything, but I'm still not happy. And they wonder why, right? And yeah, I think that is so true. And a lot of people actually go through stages of their life without actually asking themselves this question, who am I? Why am I, why am I here? Why am I here to do, right? What is my purpose in life? They don't, a lot of people actually don't, uh, which is pretty sad. But I hope now, you know, I think now we are actually slowly raising our consciousness as, you know, uh, collectively as humankind. Mm-hmm without being aware of it or not, right? Um, so, mm-hmm. and I love that when you talk about, you know, when you are tapping into your own uh, true power, your true self, you feel that confidence, you feel that power, right, within yourself. And you personally experienced that because I, I was reading your stories and you mentioned that, you know, that particular experience, right? You When you first had your, your biggest spiritual awakening and you touch your true self, right? You said at the level where your five senses and thoughts and emotions are completely disappeared, you have no desire, no, no, no emotions, right? So can you mm-hmm. tell us, like, you know, if you could bring us back to that moment, because a lot of people actually, we, I personally also never experienced that. Yeah, we don't have the privilege yet, or I don't know. Uh, we haven't actually tapped into our own true self yet. So can you like bring us back to that moment, that very moment? Like, yeah. what is it like? You know, actually what happened and what shifted inside you? And most importantly, why do you think it happened? So for people like we want to experience that, like how do we do that? <laughs> okay. Um, well, multiple questions. So <laughs> I'll try to answer one by one. So first I can share when I felt and, um, and then I can share how I experienced it, meaning how it happened or why it happened. Uh, those comes later, but it just, you know, when, um, so, okay. So I can say that first, first moment of experience of awakening was um, actually when I uh, went to a center to practice this body, mind, energy, you know, ancient practice that uh, was offered um, as class. And um, I just actually went to a center to support my friend. At that time, I was, um, you know, rock climbing and doing all kinds of um, extreme sports to find myself (laughs) Uh, and, you know, push myself to the limitation and then, you know, really 
you know, trying to find myself, but I never felt that, that oneness completely. And, and closest that I could feel was actually on the rock when I was rock climbing and that I had no thoughts, no emotion. I was in the present moment completely. And that's when I felt deepest peace on the rock, you know, from far from the ground. Um, you know, many people think, oh my God, what is she doing? <laughs> um, so that was that was the moment when I felt a glimpse of peace. But uh, when I went to this class for the first time and we did the different things, um, I, um, now I know it as Moradian opening exercises. So basically we open up this energy channels inside of us. When we are feeling that energy because we are made up of energy, and so doing this energy practice and circulating that energy and doing the deep breathing and the, doing the meditation. And at the end, I felt this sense of calm and peace and tranquility that I never, ever felt in my life. And for the first time in my life, I wasn't nervous. So I had so much complex, and I don't know about you, but Asian family, they have so much expectations, you know. <laughs> they want you to be the best and greatest and want you to be going to the top school and, you know, get a top job and, you know, and get married to a best guy and, you know. <laughs> Everything, all these expectations, right? So everything I tried to do, I always felt I wasn't enough. I was always nervous about, am I doing enough? And, you know, uh, am, I, am I doing right? All these thoughts and worries and concerns of life, you know, haunted me all the time. But the moment of this deep connection to myself and being the present moment and experiencing myself, my inner self. And that's, that's when I felt complete peace and um, tranquility. So that was the, my first taste of this you know, awakening feeling. After that, I didn't feel nervous, you know? And um, I could feel Oh, this is me. This is who I am. Uh, so I didn't have to ask other people if this is right or not. And I didn't have to ask other people, you know, can I do this? So, th so that was the first, you know, experience of like really feeling the confidence in me. Uh, that didn't come from ego and tenaciously achieving something and gaining confidence because I'm better. You know, it's not like that. Yeah. So, and then the the biggest awakening that turned my life around was when I was in retreat where I work now as president. <laughs> and so kind of full circle about giving and receiving really. But uh, I came to this retreat here at Sedona Mago Center for Wellbeing Retreat in a desperate, desperate mind, meaning I, my life was turning upside down. Um, 
actually I was trying to get pregnant and you know with the, this man that I was with and I could never get pregnant and literally I was losing my trust in myself as a woman and uh, felt like I was a failure and um, just had miscarriage and I was so devastated and I felt like I was meaningless you know, as a wife, as a woman, as a, as a human being. <laughs> so I came in this uh, really uh, a difficult condition. And you know what they say, right? So whenever they have a, uh, people have an awakening of some sort, that's when they are really experiencing this deep, you know, crisis. Yeah, you have to lose yourself to find yourself again, something like that. Mm, like some people, some someone is like, you know, car accident and then everybody else died and only he survived. Or waking, wake up in a hospital with broken bones and then everybody, you know, finding out that everybody else passed. You know, something like that. It's a really traumatic, desperate situation. And then somehow the life turned around you know so for me it was like that um almost like i wasn't happy with my job i wasn't happy with you know what i'm doing i wasn't happy even somebody loved me so much but i could be hating myself so much and um my family all my family loved me and still that wasn't enough for me, meaning that didn't help me. So I was searching, I was being lost, you know, and all this achievement I've done, it was meaningless to me because I wasn't happy. So I just gave my all when I came to retreat and just allow myself I gave myself permission to just to feel and reflect and experience myself. And it was one of the energy meditation experience. Somehow, you know, through this energy feeling, uh, no thoughts, yeah, no emotion, no, um, you know, feeling of this uh, failure or worries or uh, fear or anxiousness or uh, doubt, uh, none of that existed. And I just became one with this energy, energy feeling. And then, you know, it, it was indescribable feeling because it was the feeling of complete oneness with this feeling of universe or even the people I don't know, even people I knew, people who I didn't have a good relationship, whoever it is, all people, humanity and the world, I felt it was within me. And that feeling of this oneness, I could feel. And it's indescribable. So I just cried and cried and cried. And I'm sure I used up all this Kleenex and, <laughs> and I used the bucket of <laughs> to hold the tears, whatever it is. But 
um, it wasn't the tear of sadness or loneliness. It was tears of feeling of completeness. From that experience, my life turned around because then my life purpose, you know, why I exist, it became so clear to me. You know, it wasn't like, should I do this or not? It's not like that. It's, I need to do this because I am this. So this is like this love that is one with everything. So like, you know, you can imagine like universe, you know, does it have a preference? No, it just gives and gives all the time. It's infinite in abundance. So I experienced that. <laughs> so the next thing that comes to my mind actually was um, joy, but at the same time, uh, then this human being's consciousness came and, you know, all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I have so much responsibility. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this responsibility of sharing. I couldn't deny anymore. It's kind of like, you know, you go through the rental car place and then you go out and you cannot back out. Or you come in and you, you try to back up. There's this thing, right? Um, the <laughs> thing that puncture your tire. Yeah. Uh, so there's no turning back. Right? You can, yeah. So there's no turning back, you know, that. I something I awakened to, I couldn't say to myself, I don't know about it. At that moment, I realized this all happened like just this one moment, you know, that, oh, I need to be sharing this awakening to everyone, everyone. And when people recognize or realize or experience it, Peace in the world is achieved. Peace is not achieved by, you know, stop the war, you know, or uh, recycling a little bit more uh, in the same state of consciousness. But it's about getting to know yourself and experiencing yourself fully and completely. That makes us be a better human being. And if each and every one of us have this connection and awakening, then naturally we will be sharing this peace and love to everybody. Not that, you know, after that I didn't have to work on anything. No, I had to work on a lot because the human part holding on to emotion, whatever, I see that. But now I can see it separated from me but that I've hold. So now I can say, okay, I have it. No matter how much I feel like it is me, I have it. So should I hold or let it go? It became um, my life's mission to move through myself and then to, to share that with other people. Because what we experience, the agony and the pain and the suffering of us holding on to things, you know, because it makes us small and tight and, you know, not giving, <laughs> right? So 
that suffering is the same for all of us. So then it became my passion to, to share that, you know, the, how we can be free from ourselves, what we hold. Uh, now, then, you know, all these workshops and retreat that I hold is based on that. Yeah. Kind of a long explanation, but... <laughs> no, no worries, yeah. Um, so many golden nuggets in that. Uh, just that one answer. And I really love when you talk about, you know, you have people, you know, you have a man who really loves you, you have families, you have all this love, but yet you still feel like you are not good enough. And I think a lot of us, actually, especially women, I don't know why, we, we, we are really struggling with, you know, the fear of not being enough. We feel like we need to have more, you know, I need to be, I need to buy that, I need to have that to make myself feel enough, right? And the other idea that I really love, that I really want to talk about and ask you is that, you know, the art of letting go, you mentioned it a, a, a couple of times now because we are actually holding on to all these things that don't really serve us, that we don't really need, that is not who we are, right? All these job titles or someone or something that is outside of ourselves. But how do we let go? Because, you know, intellectually, we understand that, yes, we need to let go of things, right? Because it doesn't serve me. And uh, oh, like you said, you know, in, in your video, you actually mentioned something like, um, maybe the person is no longer in your life, but you still feel like the person is right next to you and is hurting you right now every single second. And we all know that feeling, right? I'm sure we all go through heartbreaks, we all go through traumas and betrayers, a loss of something or someone. So we know how it feels like. And I would say, yes, we understand that we need to let go, but letting go is really the hardest, one of the hardest lessons I would say in life to learn, right? So... I believe letting go is same as forgiveness. Um, you have to forgive in order to let go. And forgiveness is not for it's not about forgiving the other person. It's not about setting the other person free, but it's about setting yourself free. Forgiveness is for yourself, right? So yeah, we understand intellectually, we understand in our mind that we have to let go, we'll read about it. <laughs> yeah. But how do we really do that? Like emotionally, how do we do that? Uh, a lot of people they are still holding on to things that happened 10 years ago, mm. you know, in their childhood. They are like 50 years old. They are still holding on to that. Like things happened mm -hmm. in the past. So how do we do that? Like, yeah, if you could just share your mm -hmm. wisdom. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for me to uh, share it first, um, why we are doing that, uh, I can start from that. And then I can talk about perhaps, you know, how to... Uh, the steps of letting go process I can share. So why we cannot let go is that we are victim of it. We somehow inside of us, because of that person, because of him, because of that situation, because something outside of my control, somebody did something to me, I'm, I'm already a victim, meaning when we feel pain, who wouldn't want to look for somebody who hurt you, right? <laughs> when we feel pain, even this one, right? So who hit me? <laughs> it can be like that, right? So who did that, right? So it becomes somebody else's um, doing something to you that makes you suffer. 
So automatically, uh, when we feel pain, if we are not aware, we become victim of that situation, circumstances, and incidents. Yeah, so naturally, we become that. Maybe intellectually, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I, I hear you, I know that. Yeah, but when we are in a victim uh, place, then what happens? We cannot come out of it because it's somebody else's that is causing you pain. It's somebody else outside of you is causing you pain. So then who is responsible for healing that? It's other people. <laughs> and so he has to come and apologize to me or somehow I have to prove that he's wrong. And somehow, somehow I'm waiting for that person or situation to change. And then that person to come to me and to apologize to me somehow, right? Or somebody becomes so righteous and then have to be suing somebody, right? Uh, because hurt so much. And for that, you have to pay, right? And so um, when we become victim, somebody else have to pay for it or somebody else have to fix it. But in reality, is it really true that somebody else is continuously hurting us? It's not, but with our victim mindset, we cannot let go because other people has to fix it for us. With that mindset, we will forever be in pain and suffering because I am not, we are not responsible for this pain. Other people are. So that's why we continue to suffer and we continue to hold. And you, you heard, you know, things like, oh, you know, holding on to those uh, grudges and wishing other people to be hurt because hating that person. And that thought of, you know, hating and then I wish other people will be, you know, other person who hurt me will be hurt, you know, that type of feeling is we like wishing that person or somebody else to be drinking poison and wishing for them to be dead. But actually, we are drinking our own poison to die, right? So when we feel uh, pain, naturally, we feel pain because, you know, even falling down feel pain, even paper cut, that slight cut feels so much pain, right? <laughs> uh -oh. mm. Pain is uh, inevitable and we feel pain, but suffering is optional, meaning we suffer with some people going to be like, what? But we suffer because we chose it unconsciously. Human being it has limitless potential to create anything but we can be continuously living in the same pattern. 
we may be continuously creating the same thing, although we have this all this potential. Now, uh, with uh, even our invention, many invention, right? Even phones, computer, and now trying to man trying to live on Mars, right? Not on Earth, but trying to live on Mars like that, right? So many technology and invention is happening, but without the peace of true self and connection to ourselves, we cannot solve the main, main issue that we experience as each and every person about pain and suffering. And no matter how great the invention is, how comfortable we can get, right? Now, even during the winter, we can be feeling warm because of, uh, you know, the heater we have, even in the car, you know, the, the seat is heated, right? So all this comfort is available to us. But when we don't know who we are and connection to ourselves, we will continuously create things that cannot be beneficial to be who we truly are and even destroying our planet also. When we are awakened to who we are, then naturally we'll do something that is good for others and planet Earth because we feel oneness. You and I are one, although we don't know each other, but we can feel that connection. And Earth can be feeling like ourselves. When we are, are treating everything separately from ourselves, then we can trash the Earth because it's something to utilize and take as resources. But if we know that we are one and connected, which can be felt by connection to who, ourselves, then we're going to begin to create things that are beneficial for everyone and the earth. Now, why I'm talking about it while you're asking about the, you know, the forgiveness and uh, <laughs> letting go, because if we have the mind that all of us are one and connected, we can begin to see things differently. So it's not that other people did something to us or to me, but I can look at that person as a human being that is trying to do the best. So, I mean, how many times do, do you think intentionally or unintentionally hurt other people? A lot. I'm sure I did a lot too. And that became other people's suffering. I don't know how many times. So when I see other human beings too, who deeply hurt me, who betrayed me, and uh, maybe perhaps intentionally hurt me, but when we have that awareness about how uh, we are one and whole, not separated way of looking at, we can begin to see other person with more of compassion, 
Um, and although, yes, that person hurt me and it's not helping me because I'm holding on to it and difficult to let go, the more I connect to myself, I can say, oh, it's really not helping me, so I will let it go. Let him go. Let it go. That memory, I will just release it because it's not helping me. So uh, that um, idea or um, way of healing can come naturally more. With the separatedness, always, I cannot forgive yet. <laughs> I still don't. Yeah. And so uh, we have that mind, which is okay. Yeah. So I would say that this, this healing process is also coming from getting to know ourselves more. And when, I, when we come close to ourselves, then we begin to have more capacity to love ourselves. And therefore, I, you know, we can see the other person in a different viewpoint and with more of compassion, yeah. And uh, my consciousness will be higher than the victim consciousness mindset where somebody did something to me, but I can begin to think or feel that uh, this was something that I had to experience for me to look for the way to connect with myself or experience myself more because I couldn't just keep going with who I am in the state of consciousness. I had to, I had to experience something painful to begin to look within myself and raise my consciousness level and open my heart so I can be the greater version of myself. And finally, I could be appreciative for another human being, even that person may have hurt me so much. So maybe you can also think about it too, like the time that you really felt growing was when you are suffering or feel, was feeling pain, right? So it wasn't like you are just eating chips on the couch watching TV. You know, you didn't have any awakenings or, you know, this, this uh, aha moment of who you are, right? So when we are growing ourselves, that's when we had really pain or suffering of something, you know? And so I can clearly see myself when I grew myself or when I had awakening was that, I was having such a hard time and really turmoil inside. Even this process of uh, uh, letting go, it's like a layer uh, after a layer. We have so much of um, armor that we put on ourselves. We have so many layers of our emotion and protections. Um, and, you know, no, she's not going to hurt me again. No man's going to hurt me again. I'm not going to open so, you know, nobody can touch me, right? So we may have all these layers of things. When something hit us hard, that's when 
we have to like kind of drop down what we built inside and say, oh, it's my time to reflect and release and let go of what I'm holding on to. And as I release all these layers, I connect to myself and then I can finally see clearly. Yeah, more. And then someday I could let go of this person that I'm holding on to that I cannot forgive so long. I can say from my experience that the things that I couldn't let go or forgive about other people, the more I do the work on myself to heal and connect with myself, separate from all these things that I'm hurt from, when I'm doing my best to experience myself, come closer to myself, I was able to begin to just release and let go. Um, the process of it, um, I can I can little bit share with you the process of it. So uh, the willingness to go through, uh, willingness to actually be honest with ourselves. So when we are kind of pretending or lying to ourselves, which we know clearly because we have internal gauge if we are lying to ourselves, right? <laughs> we know it. <laughs> It's not something, okay, you know, somebody has to watch and then lying or not. We know it, right? So we have to be willing to be honest. Yeah. So that's like one major thing to start with. And also uh, give yourself permission to create this space to go through this even pain and reflection. Because a lot of times when we feel pain, what we want to do, numb ourselves and do something else. Last thing we want to do is feel yeah. right? We, we want to numb it, yeah, right? We don't it. want to feel it. Numb it, yeah. forget it, right? Entertainment, that's why entertainment is doing so well, <laughs> right? So, or even like Facebook, Instagram, right? Alcohol. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Drugs, you know, name it. You know, we have lots of stuff. So we have to create that space. That's why when people come to retreat, you know, the internet may not work very well. <laughs> and, um, you know, they have to really focus on what they came here for, which is connection to themselves. So uh, create a space, whether you're in retreat or not, even in daily life, You, if you want to, have time of letting go you want to create that space for them for yourself and say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna feel i'm gonna go through this pain i'm not gonna run away from it i'm gonna go through it so you have to have this patience and and commitment to to go through it yeah and then through that you will begin to see what is underneath there what is underneath there and then you will see you have stories. You have stories that you keep repeated many times. You know, it's kind of like, you know, maybe you don't know, but, you know, back old days, record, right? Record. Keep playing the same record or even same DVD, right? So if there's a, a story about, you know, finding Nemo, for example, you know, it exactly play the same same fish comes out, right? The orange color fish come out, right? 
and it will do the same thing no matter how many times it play so it's kind of like the same dvds playing all the time so that story you know is there inside of our mind inside actually it's in our cells you know so we keep remembering that pain remembering that suffering and then remembering that story underneath there's a story and then underneath that story there's another pain and pain and suffering and emotions and feeling of pain again and underneath all of that layers of things and uh, you know anger it can be anger and the sorrow and underneath all of that you know there there's certain certain ideas you know that we decided to keep saying so those are you know sometimes people say uh, limited beliefs or preconceptions so there are those information that we keep saying to ourselves those are we say we build that uh, by the age 12 those voices we may have kept from childhood and then what happens after we become adult is the reaction all this pain that we feel is a reaction from those information that we kept for a long time yeah and so you realize all this fixed information is there while we do this let go process you know it's not helping me so i allow myself to release and let it go you can do different type of meditation, water meditation, fire meditation, whatever that is to just releasing and let it go because it's not helping me. And then as we do this letting go, then we will begin to create this space, you know, for you to really see and feel. So uh, sometimes we call this state like the zero point or nothingness. And then we could really feel that truest essence of self allowing ourselves to move through even pain and going through this letting go process and sometimes when we hold the idea so tightly then we have to stop yeah and then we cannot go further because no he's wrong right so then we we are we're going to be standing yeah. So even that idea, I want, you know, if some of you are going to go through this type of meditation, I want you to challenge yourself by asking, is this information really true? Right. So we can ask that question and then, well, yeah, it's true. But then ask again, is it really true? And then usually, well, maybe not, <laughs> right? It becomes like that. So um it's kind of like melting the big iceberg and then inside you realize this beautiful nature of itself at that time i want um everyone to to take a moment to sending the love to themselves and connection and feeling when we can do that as awareness sharing the love to self and finally we can receive it and then with that love that we are connected and receiving from actually big source 
because we're not coming from this little tiny space of love that calculating I gave you yesterday, I said I love you yesterday, you didn't tell me I love you today, you know, <laughs> right? So that tiny love to this big love of embracing love of the universe that can be flowing through us and sharing. So this is the truly the healing process, uncovering. Oh, thank you. Yeah, for breaking that down. Well, it's not something that happens overnight, I, I assume, right? It takes time. But the first step is, of course, do you want to heal, right? It's about asking yourself that question, do I, do I want to heal? Do I want to feel this way for the rest of my life, right? Um, yeah, if you don't feel good about it, then what can you do with that? I think to me, it's like awareness as well, like becoming aware of the pain itself, right? Are you avoiding it? Are you running away from it? I think that's so beautiful and I have so many things I want to talk about, but I just kind next of... Next time, next time you can invite me again and... <laughs> yes, I would love to. And um, something you share, like I can't remember there was... Uh, anyway, so yeah, you mentioned about meditation, which I'm super excited. We are going to do a meditation session together here. And, you know, a lot of people, they, I'm sure you, you also heard about it. Like, I can't meditate. I, you know, I just can't, you know. I try, I can't meditate, right? And to me, actually, uh, I think I shared with you also last time when we first talked, I started meditation also like two, three years ago. So, you know, before that, I, I wasn't aware, you know. I didn't know uh, what is my true self. I didn't know, um, you know, about the spiritual side of thing, I didn't know at all. I wasn't interested at all. So, so I I can't remember exactly like how I started, you know, uh, working on this journey of towards finding my true self and awakening. But I remember it was when I first attended a group meditation, and that was the beginning of my journey. So I and ever since that, you know, I started doing more and more meditation, and now I do every day. So mm-hmm. and I never look back, like you said, you know, once you're awakened, you can never go back to your old self again because you are totally different, right? You are you are you, you are yourself now. So I know people who are listening to this, maybe they they meditate, maybe they don't, and mm-hmm. maybe that's just not they say, oh, it's not for me. Um and when you suggested that you want to do a, a meditation, I was like, yes, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. Um, and what, you, what you're going to do is energy meditation, which you described earlier, your, the whole you know, spiritual experience. Uh, so I'm, I'm super excited and looking forward. But before we do that, I, because actually all, for all my podcasts, I ask my guests at the end of the show for a short, you know, uh, I call it the fast, uh, what I call that, rapid fire, <laughs> rapid fire questions. All right. So it's like five questions that I ask all my guests. So we will do that first before we do the meditation to wrap, in, to wrap it out. So, oh, okay. Okay. So there are five questions that I want to ask you. And so for each question, because we are actually running out of time, for each question, you can only um, answer it with one word or one sentence maximum. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's not because you it's not because of the time, it's just the how it yes, how it I works. Understand. It's how it plays. Okay. So the first question is can you describe yourself in three words? Uh say the question again. Can you describe yourself in three words? Oh three words. Hmm. Sincere, tranquil, peace. Wow. That's so beautiful. Um, thank you. 
Second question, if you could live your life all over again, what would you do differently? Hmm. Truthfully, I may walk the same path uh, because I had to really experience the difficult things to uh, find myself. Yeah, I love that. Actually, a lot, of, a lot of my guests also said they will do nothing to change because without going through that, that past, you know, whatever that happened, the past, they wouldn't be who they are today. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, the third question. What is something that you're trying to learn or curious about right now? Mm. Well, I wouldn't mind being able to sing well. I used to sing a lot and... Yeah, I want to be able to really crazily sing again. (laughs) Wow, I mean, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Okay, I would love to hear you sing one day. Please invite me. Okay, the next question. Um, I know, but yeah, I will ask it anyway. If you have five minutes and the whole world was listening to you, what would you say? Everything you ever look for in life exists within you. So love yourself, love others, and love the world by loving self. That's beautiful. Wow. I mean, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I, everyone has to hear this. Uh, I wish I can broadcast this to the whole world. Yeah, but we will see. Okay, the last question is what brings you joy? Mm, spending time like this with you and uh, people like yourself. And that brings me so much joy. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, this is uh, truly, truly. (laughs) Oh my God, that makes me, I I wanna cry now. Oh my god, thank you. You guys seriously want to cry now, you know, because it's so touching. I wasn't expecting that. Thank you so much. Yeah, (laughs) okay, I need a moment. Thank you. Thank you so much for making my day. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, this is so beautiful. I'm so glad I'm connected with you. And, you know, this is such a wonderful connection. Um, so, yeah, let's do the meditation now. Um, okay. Yeah. So before I do the meditation, I want to just kind of briefly share what this meditation is about because when we say meditation you know everybody think it's like this yes yes right and then we are supposed to be quiet in our mind yes so our type of meditation is never like this yeah always there there could be some topic uh reflection or uh moving meditation we are participating with our body and the mind and connecting together and you know, what is always stationary? Nothing. It's everything is always moving all the time. So if I were doing this, actually, it's some something I'm trying to do hard. Yeah. And so once we get used to, then, you know, we can be sitting still and then continuously uh, it being in this meditative state. But I want to say that meditation is to be here and now and experiencing yourself as you are. That is meditation. To really see what is happening. 
that is a meditation. Meditation is not just feeling peace because we are closed eyes. Meditation can be done while you are in the bathroom and while you're cooking, while you are talking to somebody. If you are completely present, then we are meditating. So that's what I wanted to say first before we go into the meditation, energy meditation. Now about energy meditation, you know, so energy, what is energy? Energy is made up of three things, light, sound, vibration. So we can use the body parts that can sense this vibration. Yeah, so we're not gonna talk about light or sound today, but just let's focus on vibration. Yeah, so the place where we can uh, feel the vibration the most is hands. Yeah. So even, um, you know, when we sensitize some place in our body, of course, brain is sensitive, but we cannot touch our brain. That's why our practice actually, we call it brain education. Yeah. But uh, to stimulate brain and to master our brain, we have to utilize what we call energy to help us to be sensitized and to be flexible in our brain and to cleanse and refresh and integrate our whole being, body, mind, spirit. And then finally, we can become master of our whole being. So uh, when we are talking about energy, energy is the medium that connects separated things. For example, the mind and our body. Mind can be floating many different places, right? That's mind's job. And our body is always in the present moment, but mind is whoo, vacation all the time. And so what we can do to be in the present moment completely 100%, we have to connect mind and body together in this moment by sensitizing ourselves. So where we can feel sensitivity the most is hand. So even when we like somebody and we, we want to connect to each other, what moves first? Hand. Hold hands together, right? That's like, oh, I'm connected with the person, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, we use our hands to sensitize ourselves. And uh, when we are sensitizing ourselves, so then we can be here and now feeling this energy vibration sensation. The energy can be felt in two types. One can be this magnetic sensation, or two, it can be the electrical sensation, like zzz, that kind of a sensation. Yeah, so uh, I'll be guiding you so that you can feel some sort of this magnetic sensation or electric, electric sensation. And uh, with that energy sensation that's built in between your hands, uh, then with that energy, uh, we want to do this massage of our brain. Yeah. And then even if we have a time more, then I can a little bit guide about how you can see yourself and how you want to create your day. I would love that. Does that sound good to you? Yes, perfect. <laughs> or, I can't wait. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. you can actually rub your hands. Yeah. Good. While you're rubbing your hands, you want to focus on where you're rubbing. So that will be your palm, isn't it? Yeah. 
and you can breathe too, just in case so the audience is just so focused on the hand and forget to breathe. Sometimes it's like that, right? <laughs> so, ah, breathing good. And now, slowly stop. You can keep hands together too. Now, can you feel that this tingly sensation in your hands? Yes. Yes. All right. So now you can separate like this. And then now I want you to wiggle your buttock a little bit. Yeah. And plant your first chakra into the ground and pull down the roots into the ground. And then that naturally goes straight in your spine. And also extend that line towards the sky from the seventh chakra, top of the head, towards the sky. So imagine there's a pillar inside of the body and relax your whole entire body. And now I want you to focus on the hands that you rubbed just right before. Yeah, so now close your eyes and feel your breath. You can touch the tip of your tongue at the roof of your mouth. Relax your jaw, relax your face, relax your eyebrows, relax your earlobes, relax your shoulders, and relax your organs. And now I want you to just feel your breath. And put your mind somewhere inside of your mind. And feel your breath. Good. Now bring your mind to your hands, palms. Bring your mind to the surface of your palms. So when you focus on the surface of your palm, you may feel this pulsing sensation, prickling sensation, tingliness, even pulsing sensation in your fingertip. Can you feel like that? Yeah, that's good. Okay, so now uh, please detach your upper arm from the side of your body. Yeah, and continue to feel your palms. Palms. And now you can move your thumb just a little bit. Just wiggle your thumb a little bit. Index finger a little bit. And middle finger a little bit and ring finger a little bit even pinky a little bit now you can move your hands just very slightly even one inch or two inches up and down up and down continue focus on your palm so you may feel some tingliness prickly sensation or something like cotton candy on the hands. Okay, so now stop and you can begin to move in a circular motion. Very small circle. Good. And now very slowly, you can face your palm each other in front of your chest without touching. Now we can 
perhaps already feel this magnetic sensation in between. So now I want us to first move your left hand in a circular motion. Just move the left hand, make circle. And I want you to feel your right palm. Now, can you feel as you're moving left palm in a circular motion, can you feel your right palm as if something is moving on your right palm? Yes, pulsing sensation, prickling sensation like that. Good, now stop. Now bring your left hand away from your right hand a little bit, couple inches. Now push the energy towards your right hand with your left hand. So it's kind of like pulling away and pushing. Couple inches away and couple inches closer. So you may feel this magnetic sensation or pulsing sensation, like your right hand is receiving lots of energy and a vibration and a warmth. Your right hand may be feeling like a fire right now. Can you feel some sensation on the right hand? Wonderful. Okay, so now we are going to switch the role with the uh, right hand, right hand moving in a circular movement. And just by moving circular movement on your right hand, you can feel left palm, tingliness, warmth, prickling sensation. Good. And now slowly stop. Now right hand away from your left hand, couple inches. Now push the energy towards your left hand with your right hand. Keep repeating away from it and closer. And I want you to feel your left palm, tingliness or fire-like sensation, prickling sensation on your left palm. Can you feel that sensation? Wonderful. All right, then let's slowly stop. This time, both hands circular motion like as if you are making energy ball, golden energy ball between the hands. Good. Now slowly stop and stretch it out. So hands away from each other and closer. So when you try to bring closer, it may not come closer because so much energy can be building between the hands now. Can you feel some sensation between your palms? building. Wonderful. You're doing so great. Okay, so now holding this energy, let's bring this energy to first towards the face. Good. And now the energy is being sent to the face. Now slowly up in front of the forehead and top of the head and back of the head. Kind of like energy massage and facial. Now side of your head. Wonderful. Again, front of your face, in front of the forehead, top of the head, 
and the back of the head and the side. Wonderful. Now keep it on the side. Now you're holding this energy between your hands still. Now expand the palm, uh, expand the uh, distance between your palm and the brain and bring closer. I want you to feel your brain. Now expand the distance between your palm and your brain and bring closer. Expand, breathing in and breathing out closer. So you may feel something in your brain. Expand and closer. Maybe perhaps that you're feeling more saliva between uh, saliva in your mouth too. Expand the distance and come closer. Wonderful. Your brain is becoming clearer and brighter as you bring your hands away and closer. Wonderful. Good. Now again, sweep your head and your face. And now you can bring your hands in front of your third eye, your forehead, with the distance. Palms facing each other. Yes. And now from your forehead, you can project out a movie screen. So as you open the distance between your palms, open the moving screen, white screen in front of you and all around you. Now you can make anything, whatever you wish. So you can see yourself the greatest and best version of yourself, the smiling self or giving self or establishing whatever you wish to establish, who you truly are, you are being joyful, you can visualize the healthy self, loving self, giving self. All right, so now as you can see yourself, slowly bring your hands in front of your chest, palms facing your heart. All the energy that you made, please keep your palm facing towards your heart and send the energy to your heart. I am here and now with you. Just to be here and now without any expectations and feel that the energy, bright energy in your brain, in your heart, expand wider, like it's expanding to surround your entire body not only heart, not only brain, but it's expanding, surrounding your entire body like you are inside of the bright golden cocoon. Just allow yourself to be inside of this bright golden energy that surrounds you.
want you to make um, a face that is expressing this bright energy inside of you. Or express with your face the joyful feeling that you feel inside or the freedom that you feel, or the brightness that you feel inside. And feel that this brightness is expanding wider and wider for other people to come and experience this brightness. Continue expand this bright energy from inside of your heart, inside of your brain, healing your body and healing all around you. And now, slowly, you can put your hands, both hands together in front of your chest. Let us be grateful for this moment together. And that we are able to connect to ourselves and connect to each other. And feel gratitude in this moment. And let us wish for the joy and happiness for each and every person on the planet Earth. Okay, now feel your heart and breathing in and out. Deeply, let's breathe in and out. And let's bring our both hands to your lower abdomen so we can return home to our body. Now breathe in deeply through your abdomen. And breathing out. Okay, so open your eyes, please. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. How are you? <laughs> oh my God. i feeling so refreshed. Uh, you know, it's just energized. This is what I'm feeling right now. And yeah. yeah, wonderful. Yeah, I just feel like connected and grounded mm. to myself and to you as well. To Because <laughs> the funny thing is that I had tried... I, actually, I never do... I never do energy meditation because the funny thing is that uh, when I, I think I tried before and the, you know, the teacher said, oh, you will feel some sensation, you will feel the vibration, you will see light, you know. And I was so looking forward to feeling all these things that she talked about, but I didn't feel it. So I was kind of disappointed with myself, like maybe I'm doing it wrong, you know. Uh, right, so... So now I feel that, I feel that sensation, I feel the energy when you talk about that, I was like, yeah, actually I feel that, you know. Mm, wonderful. So thank you so much for giving that, uh, for giving us uh, this experience. Yes, so, you know, when we can do more, like a deeper meditation, actually we stimulate our body a lot. So we did just this sensation, but uh, literally we want to connect with our body more. So we do a lot of um, different tapping or stimulation of our body. We do that. So 
you know, maybe next time if, uh, you know, you ever invite me again, I can, I can share with you a different way of meditating uh, through connection to our body, which can make your experience in a deeper level, uh, separated from our body. So uh, our body plays a big role of um, spiritual completion. Yeah, so I really, really enjoyed being with you. And I hope that what I shared with you and your, with your audience that, you know, something, like a little, even little tip can be applied in a daily life and uh, see the change uh, within themselves. I'm sure, I mean, um, for people, if they are still listening to this, right, if they did the meditation, I'm sure they are learning a lot from you. And I'm so grateful that you are here. I know you are busy and you're, you're, you know, you, you, you're the president of the, the retreat center and you just done your four days retreat, right? Is that it? Uh, well, um, we have constantly all kinds of retreats, um, but I actually, I was just traveling to give a talk oh. uh, in New York. Wow. Yeah. So just came back. Wow. Yeah. But we have uh, two more retreats this month. So one is four days, one is five days. One is finding true self. <laughs> I would love to. I'm not in the US, <laughs> otherwise I would have attended it. Yeah, I, I, will, I will attend it one day. I, I, I told you before. Someday, but yeah. yeah. Oh, we can talk. Okay. Yeah, I would love to meet you in person and, you know, just do the work. And so, yeah, um, thank you for taking the time out and sharing with us. Um, so, you know, where can people find you? I know I will drop all the links, but where is the best place for people to get to know you more? Yeah, so, you know, I have my website, so iltibuko.com, I-L-C-H-I-B-U-K-O.com. Uh, and uh, where uh, I have retreats where I work, uh, which is uh, Sedona Mago Retreat.org. So both of the websites will be really good. And of course, I have YouTube. If you like what I talked about, then meditate with Ilchibuko, and you can get lots of contents like this, uh, what I'm talking about. So that would be the best place. And of course, you know, Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, you know, I'm pretty regular. <laughs> Not as much as you, maybe. You are very, very um, uh, amazing, right? Thank you. Always uh, posting beautiful things. So You too. <laughs> yeah. You you always do uh, videos of your, you know, behind the scene of what you do, like retreat, your meditations. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I really want that yeah, uh, to so, experience it myself. Yeah, so even, you know, the um, uh, Facebook, uh, Ilchibuko, and um, Instagram, uh, Sedona underscore Ilchibuko. You can find me there. <laughs> yes. All right, guys, uh, I hope you love this episode. Go follow Ilchibuko, go to her website, read her articles, watch her lecture. Um, and all the amazing things that she's doing and um, I will always leave you the same way as I leave you every other episode show up the world needs you and you need you thanks for listening and I wish you a joyful and amazing day ahead 
what a beautiful episode. Please share with your family and your friends. I can't thank you enough because you play such an important role in our journey together. So take a screenshot of this and share it on your IG stories and tag me at findjoyrejoyan underscore podcast and tell me how do you feel right now. I would love to hear and I would love to connect with you. And if you'd like to support me personally and support my mission, then please help us rate and review the podcast at Apple Podcasts. I love to read your reviews. And until next time, my friend, show up. You need the best version of yourself every single day. So always strive to be the best you can be in this present moment. Thanks for being here. And I will soon be back with another guest in the next episode.